Hey, it's Travis with the Side Stage Show. Join me every Thursday, noon to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time on 95.9 KRFF, heard throughout the Fargo-Moorhead area. You can also tune in online from anywhere at RadioFreeFargo.org for tunes, guests, interviews, even local community happenings. You can also check out the replay of our interviews on Spotify, iHeartMedia, iTunes, Buzzsprout, and more. Check out the Side Stage Show with Travis. Tune in, turn up, and jam out. It is the holiday season, and I tell you what, it's been a hot minute since we've got to talk to her, but uh, she's back. We're happy to have her here on the show. Always good to talk to her. She's a six-time WWE champion, singer, songwriter, co-host of Grown Ass Women TV. We're going to ask her all about that coming up here in just a minute. Welcome to the show, Mickey James. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? Good to hear your voice. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas and all that good stuff. How's everybody doing out there? Oh, so good. You know, just trying to get ready for the season. I'm still, I just started Christmas shopping. I just can't, I'm like, oh, it sneaks up on me. I don't even know how it snuck up on me this year because <laughs> I've literally been home to see it coming, you know? <laughs> I got to ask because I, I didn't even give you my Christmas list, but are, are you almost done with shopping or you still got some to go here? Oh, I just started. Oh, I just dear. started. I have I have quite a few <laughs> check marks to go. <laughs> well, I want to ask, what does somebody get a six-time WWE champion? What's on your Christmas list this year? Um, you know, uh, it's so hard. I think my husband always says, "So you're the worst to shop for because if you want something, <laughs> you just kind of go get it." And then, you know, I'm like, uh, I don't really. We're getting ready to buy this house. Uh-huh. We're we're supposed to be closing, and I was hoping to be in it right before Christmas. But um, yeah, so fingers crossed <laughs> and prayers sent. But yeah, it's here in Nashville, outside of Nashville, oh. and so I'm super stoked about that to be, you know, to be able because I still have my roots and everything back in Virginia. But I think just for me moving forward, especially. Um, you know, in the music world as far as trying to write more and put more original stuff out and right. just work with other songwriters and kind of just keep growing in that area. Absolutely. I, need, I need to be here and I love it here so much. And so that's my that's what I'm asking Santa for. <laughs> get me in my Santa house baby. in Nashville here. I get it as soon as possible. <laughs> you know, Nashville is one of those bucket list towns I have never been to and I hear nothing but amazing things. So it's exciting that Mickey James will be gracing the Nashville scene down there i uh i want to ask here you've been on some tv shows in the past with your culinary skills and of course it's the holiday season so is holiday baking a part of your repertoire if it is what is a mickey james holiday special that you like to bake um i wouldn't say a repertoire it's something that i love (laughs) to do uh i love to cook i love to bake whether i think that if it was anything like it would just be kind of like nailed it meat Right. Home cooking. Okay. You know, it, I do like an awesome candy yam that I always end up making for like Ooh. all the big family dinners, and so, well, especially like Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner. Absolutely. Um, but I made a apple crumble last night Ooh. just randomly because I was like, oh, I have all these apples and I need to get rid of them. But it was, which is something that um, my husband's mom makes all the time. So I was sure. like, oh, let me try to make this, see if I can make it. Because it's, you know, right. I did pretty good. I did pretty amazing. And then I also, yeah, so I love to bake. I love to dabble in the kitchen. Love and it. I love to, you know, right. I love to cook. I think it's like just like a release because you can just kind of get in there and do your thing. I totally um, get it. I totally get it. I want to ask you, what would you give yourself a grade? Since we're on the holiday topic here, what kind of grade would you give yourself as a secret Santa? As a secret Santa? Yeah. Ooh, probably about a seven. About a seven. All right. Let me ask you yeah. this. You have 
a great show. Uh, God TV with your co-hosts, of course, Lisa Marie and SoCal Val. You each have $50 for one or the other, or for, for both of your co-hosts there. What is one gift that you would get each of them for $50 each? Just off the top of your head. Oh, Because that would be a great holiday party I would love to see before the year is end uh year is over here I would love to see you ladies do like a secret Santa shopping thing where you get one item for each other what would you get that is such a genius idea and thank you because now I may steal that idea and and credit you for this amazing idea um gosh I think wow um I think that if I was to get Val something it would have to be something wardrobe wise like either a pair I think like a fun like beautiful which is a, a pretty ridiculous present because she doesn't need it but like a glass a wine glass that's also a shoe or a handbag oh, cool. or some type of novelty super cute thing that she could have in her dressing room right. slash closet love it slash, <laughs> yeah um, so I think, or like a fun, like headband or like piece of jewelry because she really loves that. She's so into fashion and she so loves that. Lisa, I would probably get something for her bicycle, for her bike that she rides. It's a, you know, it's, right. a, it's like a moped slash bike that she rides because she lives downtown San Diego. Oh, so okay. she rides around all the time. She doesn't, you know, she has a car, but it's like a little smart car, right? I'm right. Like, so I poke fun of it or with her little smart car driving around you know <laughs> but she loves it but yeah so but then she has her bike that she rides around so i would probably get something for that like a super fun horn with or like some tassels something ridiculous i love it well if you do end up doing that secret santa show now you can't get those things because they've probably heard the interview and know what's coming or, right. you, or you can it would still be fun let's talk about grown-ass women discussing very important nonsense i love this show tell me how it came together was this something you guys thought of during quarantine of course or was it earlier yeah, than that well i think it's something that finally came together during quarantine because we were all stuck at home just kind of spinning our fingers and, br- and brains going okay what can we do that's something different that's not just the same that ev- like that everything that's kind of being done is just like filming ourselves or doing funny stuff but actually something that's cool and unique that could do something different for our fans that we don't really do on any you know other platforms and stuff and and i think we had talked separately about doing different stuff together like lisa and i and val and i and val is so good because i mean honestly i don't think we could do the show without her she's such a great host and that's always been her strength and she's um you know helping develop a lot of these videos and stuff and she kind of leads the show because lisa and i can go off on tangents (laughs) as we do as we do (laughs) so but yeah so she kind of reins us back in it's just a fun show and i think it's really something that especially during here to kind of keep us busy but also promote like like-minded empowering women and empowering you know body confidence and the the ability to just go out there and be yourself and 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 to own you know who you are and be right. a grown-ass woman well or kudos. a grown-ass man you could be a gam absolutely well kudos to you yeah. all because it's a fun hey. show we love it you've had such awesome guests natty's been on there mick foley our good pal odb you even had kato kalen so i gotta ask obviously you don't have to tell me if they're confirmed for the new year but if you had your eye on some guests for the new season who would they be Ooh, ooh! I would really. Oh man, it's so hard. Um, you know, we obviously we have some fun people, a surprise lined up for Christmas. Right. Um, the Christmas special episode. Cool. Um, I'm already excited. Yeah. 
<laughs> I heard she's just, you know, she just came back from Christmas in the Rockies or something. I just Oh my gosh. So, wow. <laughs> yay. <laughs> I, but we'll see. Yeah. And so, but we have some really cool guests lined up in the future. And I really think that as we keep growing, like I really love bringing all of our friends and, and people who are not only from our world, but, yeah. you know, from everywhere that's kind of doing their thing and thriving and surviving, especially with this new climate that we've all been in. Right. But um, it's always fun to also bring in our friends because I think that a lot of people don't know us. And that's, that's the beauty of our show is a lot of times we do these podcasts or we do interviews and we do these things, but we're very much in interview form, you right. know, and this is more casual laid back like if we were just chilling in the locker room and hanging out and just having a casual conversation and it's fun and it's lighthearted and we like to promote what everyone's doing you know right. in and outside of the ring and just kind of lift everyone up because that's really what it's about fantastic you know? i love it well i'm excited yeah. that you're down in the nashville area to kind of start pursuing more of your music here and i'm really excited because i actually said this the other day i said you know mickey is the mariah carey of the wrestling world i absolutely love your oh song God. i love your song christmas presents i'm like she wrote this this is amazing. Yeah, wow. Tell oh, me tell me you. about what is the message of this song? Obviously, if you hear it from the surface, Christmas presents. Oh, it's about presents, but that's actually not it. Tell us about the message here. Yeah, I you know, I sat down last year because we were thinking I was thinking of like doing something. I was like, let's do something with Sean, my friend Sean Gassaway, my fellow he wrote this song with me and we actually just put like a little behind the scenes acoustic video out on my YouTube today. So, um, but we sat down and we wrote it and we're like, okay, you know, you hear it's the same Christmas music, a lot of the same Christmas music, but I think it's so empowering because everybody sings along and everybody knows the songs. And I was like, well, what could we write that's different, but really is like the message. And then I kind of just said in the conversation of like, you know, when I think about Christmas or what I love about the holidays, regardless of whatever holiday you celebrate, it's not about the gifts that you get or you know, going out and shopping and hanging the lights and all that. It's more about the feeling that you get and the magic that's in the air and the people coming together, like being able to sit around a fire or sit around the dinner table with my mom and my grandma and my brothers and sisters and just their presence. And that feeling of like the love of our families and our friends in the air is like, that's the most special part to me. I love so it. So it's, yeah. And so it. that's kind of the message that your Christmas presents is my favorite present. Well, we're going to get into that song here in just a few minutes. I want to do a double shot of Mickey James, and that's going to be one of them, too. But the other song I want to talk about real quick here, too, you released it earlier in the year, uh, just this past year, in fact, With the Love of a Child, and it also features Roosevelt, who, by the way, is a rock star in her own right. So I want to know how this collaboration came together. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I love Roosevelt so much. She's so, so talented and such a good spirit. I met Roosevelt through Child Health. Um, because we're both um, ambassadors for that foundation. And when we had talked about, we had talked about collabing and doing something before. And I really was like, well, I I wanted it to be something unique and powerful. And so when we released the song, it was for Child Help for the Five Too Many campaign. It was just kind of crazy timing because it also fell right at the same time that the pandemic kind of struck. And so the proceeds for the song was all supposed to go it goes goes it still does it goes to her five too many campaign it goes to child help and for all of these things but it just kind of got lost in the pandemic and so it's so unfortunate because for me i also wrote this song 
and it's so powerful and i think it makes us return like the message i guess in this song i'm so sappy right like <laughs> is just to kind of return to that innocence right. like we get so tainted and so you know we get told no so many times in our lives and we we start to look at this world of like through you know these barriers that we've put up pretty much for ourselves but when you're a child you look at a lot of these things and you don't see those barriers because you don't really no one can really tell you no until you're told no that right. you can't have that right absolutely um, and so it's just kind of like to sit back and look at the world through that perception and obviously it was to raise awareness for child health and their you know the fact of child abuse especially now i think during the pandemic yeah. it's like people are stuck home in these situations now more than ever and a lot of these numbers are on the rise and it was already you know the five too many campaign is is five and every child one one in five um, oh. five too many die every day from child abuse oh my That's gosh one. but also you know one in five children in america are a victim oh. of some sort of child abuse so when you look at that in numbers there even with your child in school i just heavy and i'm so sorry because i'm like oh i just went super heavy um <laughs> but like one child in every five that you mm. see is if when you look at that number structure you know my son is in a classroom of 13 kids so that means two kids in his ch in his classroom technically mm. are being uh, you know a victim of child abuse and, and that's just kind of crazy when you look at it that way right. and i think that there's not enough awareness and there's um you know to right. this factor so we can make a real change and change the situations and get a lot of these kids out of these situations that, you know, are no fault of their right. own. So. I love it. Well, yeah. kudos to you on the message of both of these songs and kudos on your, your singing and songwriting on these two songs. I mean, it's absolutely fantastic. We're going to get into a double shot of you here in just a few minutes, but one song uh, I do want to bring up real quick. We've talked about it the last two times and uh, I still haven't seen it, of course. You briefly mentioned a collaboration with the legendary Lita Ford, but we still haven't seen the song. Any update on that I at know. all? Um, you know, I really don't have an update on that. And it's like, I was so, I'm so, still so looking forward to it. I don't know what, you know, I just need to get a hold of Lita and see what she wants to do, I suppose. Because really it's, it's you know, kind of, I was so excited about this song and it sounds so good you know we we redid pink houses and we went to the studio and recorded it and since then like i've left the my record label that i was working with and kind of just been working independently and opened my own uh you know label for myself right. and, and i've done a lot of cool things and i've just not spoken to her since all of that and so right. i don't know maybe i'll just have to reach back out to her maybe. or maybe we can sign a petition and just send it to her and get a bunch of and be like lita let's put this song out please Thanks. oh the fans would love to see that and if you think about it it just makes sense two badass ladies like yourself doing a song together oh that's going to be all over radio hopefully that comes out in the new year we'll definitely be spinning it a lot here on the show uh real quick before i let you go or do you have time for one fan question Sure. All right. Obviously, this comes with your wrestling career, and this comes from uh, one of your big fans here in Fargo. His name's Harry. Uh, the next women's division is considered the best in the world right now. Who would you love to step in the ring with out of the current NXT roster? Wow. Um, I think mm, that's a tough one because there's a few different people for different reasons, you know, but right. I think I've said Rhea Ripley several times because I think that she, she and I could – I. I just really love her and I think she's fantastic, but I also have always loved being in the ring with like a person who's, who's much larger than me. And, and it just like, I, I enjoy telling that story of like the underdog. Um, but I love it. I, I really love Shotzi too. 
I've had a, a thing, like, I've had this weird, like, obsession with Shotzi since I first saw her come on to the NXT scene. And I just think she's fantastic because she's so unique and different. And I just love her character. It's so fun. So, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Love it. We appreciate you, Mickey. We always love catching up with you. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you and your family out there. Stay healthy. And uh, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much for chatting with us here in Fargo. Oh, you're amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday.